And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Are you voguing? Is this what hap what happens now? We vogue. We're doing group what? exercises to Therapy. get on this. Oh, this is, this is the team the building character. activity. This is this is the trust fall I keep hearing about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Hold on a second, Macho Man Randy Savage is dead. Yeah. When did he die? Yeah. <laughs> a couple years ago. <laughs> For real? Who is that? Yeah, yeah, that sucks. But honestly, what a life. Dude, dude Randy well, Savage died in 2011. What? Yeah. <laughs> 10 years ago? Over Almost 10 a years decade. Ago. Yeah, it's like a baker's dozen at this point. Can we get a moment yeah. of silence in chat, please? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody, please, moment of silence in chat. Follow my lead. <laughs> No. Oh God. This is how we get DMCA, doesn't it? Ah, and may he long rest the machoist of men. And I'm glad to know he's now back in the beloved arms of Miss Elizabeth. All right, enough of that bullshit. You really didn't know, huh? I had no idea. I had no idea. He was one of my favorite, too. Oh, he just keeps getting worse. Next thing you're, I'm going to find out that Ric Flair is also gone. Where's the music, dude? Where the hell did I put the music? Abraham Lincoln is gone. Like, this oh, is Jesus Christ. All right, so... You have something to say, Rob? Nope. Good. So, <laughs> when we last left our heroes, finding themselves captive in the bastion of the Crimson Warrior, now known as the Crimson Herald, the party met with a familiar face, none other than Captain Jed from the Astral Sea, who had seemed to be taken prisoner during his time since they had left him. Jed informed the party that strange things were afoot and that the Crimson Herald was attempting to recoup the books in order for some type of rejuvenation. While he was, wasn't fully aware of what exactly that meant, he knew something was awry. Along with that information, he informed the party that there had been a number of other guests within the cells individuals that seemed of high stature based on their clothes, many of them unconscious or just too tired to speak to Jed at the time. However, one was able to speak. She informed Jed that she had been a member of the congregation of one of the many faiths throughout Dawnsgate, that she in fact herself was the leader, and that a number of them had been going missing over the last little while. Just as the party and Jed attempted to uh, put together an escape plan, they were almost out the door before the Crimson Herald and some of her lackeys decided to show up. The Crimson Herald's associate, we'll call her, seemingly the chained warden of this entire prison, approached the group, informing them that she had arrived and that she was looking for some particular items 
as well as Oksana. Quickly separating the group, she pulled apart Basil, Sicarius, and Oksana from the rest, and began to march them upstairs into confident rooms. First leaving Sicarius behind and then Basil, moving on forward with Ox Oksana until all were separated. It was then discovered that the Crimson Herald was in fact looking for some of the scrolls or books, if you will. The one Sicarius held for joy, the one Basil had held for fear. And while they attempted to take the books, Sicarius fought back valiantly and in the nick of time was able to transport himself out using the power of the ring given to him by Pluck. With one of our companions gone, Basil was the next, being approached by the Crimson Herald. They learned a little bit more of each other. The personalities, their traits, coming face to face at one point. But before she could get anything out of him, he too vanished in thin air, returning back to their homestead. Still deep down into the bottom of the cells, the remaining companions, as well as Jed, began to make their way upward, finally freeing themselves from the cells proper. And as they made their way through the complex, they found themselves hearing a humming noise. They had been told by Jed that there had been the sound of strange machinery heard throughout the evening, or throughout his time there. And so following that sound, led them to a laboratory of sorts, where a number of robed individuals seemed to scatter about, very different from the rest of the black, black armored warriors they had seen throughout their adventure there. As they attempted to make their way through, without causing too much suspicion, Unfortunately, the alarms at one point were raised by at least one member of the robed individuals. V, with a stroke of brilliance casting hold person on him, allowing them to further themselves into the complex proper, eventually making their way into what seemed like a bit of a factory room, a number of crates all around, and a giant machine that hummed away. Using their illusionary disguise, they were able to make it past many of the guards, which allowed Scrump access to the machine, where, as Scrump does, he started to fuck shit up. It was in that moment that the rest of the black-armored individuals, led by the chained warden herself, appeared. It seems word had finally gotten out of the party's escapades, and a vicious battle occurred. Many of our companions were able to make it out without too much harm. Able to accomplish their mission of destroying the, the machine that seemed to have been controlling the ooze proper. However, just as V was about to teleport away, the machine finally gave and a loud explosion rocked the complex, leaving the final destination of V completely unknown and so our story continues V as the deafening explosion rocks the foundation of the underground strongholds 
a wave of force seems to ripple through the corridors. The once sturdy stone now trembled and cracked from the power unleashed. An eerie silence followed. Around the room of now twisted metal and shattered glass, a number of bodies lay. One of those bodies, a blue-haired vixen, that is slowly being covered in flecks of gray as dust and smoke begin to settle. V, your ears ring as you slowly come back to consciousness. Every part of your body hurts, taking 35 points of damage from the explosion. Your mind reels as the memory of the past few minutes begin to come back to you. As you lift your head off the ground, a searing pain bulges from your brow line. As your blurred vision begins to clear, you notice the devastation that has just laid the room flat. You scan the room for any signs of your companions when you begin to remember that you were in fact the last one standing. The ringing in your ear begins to subside as another sound seems to break the otherwise silence. A strange crunching noise seems to be approaching. As you lay there on the, your back, you look over to your left to see two pair of boots, armored, one set very large, and the other a crimson red. Oh God. Watching the footsteps, they make their way over to what looks to be a mangled body of your previous opponent. As they finish their approach, the chain warden reaches up for help, but the arm quickly falls as a large greatsword cleaves her head off clean. Your heart leaps into your throat, but not at the sight of the brutal execution at the hands of her companions. No. The sight of your pack that holds Basil's black book roughly 15 feet away and directly between you and the two pairs of armored boots. Oh my god. What would you like to do? Shitting my pants right now. Oh my god. (laughs) Um. Um. What? (laughs) You're not here. (laughs) Um. Uh. I. Fuck. V will try and... Do they see the book yet? Do they see the sack? As you cautiously and stealthily try to limit your movements, keeping your eyes ever so closed, you can hear the two conversing about something. However, it's difficult to make out. You can see that they seem to be looking around the room at this point. Fucking hell. I... <laughs> I'm just gonna try and sneak to my to the pack. To my pack. Oh my god. This is fuck. Okay. So, as it sits right now, you lay on your back. And you're going <laughs> to try and slowly crawl over to the pack. Is that what I'm hearing? No! No, not if I'm on my back! I'm just gonna fucking make a run for it. I'm just gonna fucking die for the pack. And like the second that 
if I succeed, my hand touches it, I'm gonna try and activate the ring. Like, not not fucking around. Just gonna go as fast as I can. What's your what's your movement speed? <laughs> Only thirty. Only thirty. Alright. I will say are you even attempting to be secretive about this? I feel like they're 30 feet away from her, right? Technically, because uh, you said the pack's in between Technically, us? they're about 30 feet away from you. Yep. So realistically, any type of movement is going to make a noise or whatever. Is it really noisy right now, or is the ash, like, settling and it's, like, quiet? The only thing you can hear at this point in time is the crackling of fires, the small fires that seem to be around you. You can hear the shifting of the weight of the metal and the stone that makes up this complex. But otherwise, relatively silent. He's just going to try, try running for it then. Okay. As you move, use half of your movement speed to stand up, you attempt to dash in order to get closer to the book. As you stand, you hear the individual in red, the individual you now know as the Crimson Herald, chant out some type of cantation. I need you to go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for me. I would absolutely not love to do that for you, but I will. Okay. Okay. I don't want to roll this. My wisdom save is a plus zero. Good face, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Fuck. That was always a great roll. I rolled a seven. Seven. You do have a temptation dice that has just been put on the board. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. Of course you are. I will use it. I will use it. I feel like it's going to be like the last episode and we're fighting the BBG and like however many temptation dice we use, he's going to be like, hey, take that off your HP now. <laughs> Something fucked like that. Okay. It's a, sorry, it was a D6, right? It is. Temptation? I rolled a six. That was the best use of a temptation dice. Will it be enough? So, yeah, seven plus six is what? <laughs> 13. <laughs> 13. Okay. As you begin to make your way forward over towards, rushing towards the pack, you suddenly feel your muscles grip tightly. Oh, fucking hell. As you fall flat on the ground, you once again hear the sounds of crunching feet as they make their way over towards you. You feel your body now being lifted up. As the large, brutish individual holds you tightly. The Crimson Herald now looks closely in your face. That was very stupid. As she leans over and picks up the pack, 
What is so important in here that you would waste your life over it? As she flips open the pack, opening the bag, her eyes grow wide. As she reaches in, removing Basil's book, holding it gonna, in front of you. I'm gonna throw up. A gift? For us? Very, very kind of you. The Crimson Herald looks over to the large man. Put her with the other. We'll deal with them later. Oh, God. As completely helplessly, you're pulled away into that of a dark corridor. To the rest... Oh my god. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> guys. See you later. Sicarius <clears throat> and Basil, standing outside the gazebo, you wait with bated breath. As many minutes pass, finally, a blip of light occurs directly in the center of the teleportation circle. As first you see Tristan approach, falling forward. Not but a minute later, Scrump <laughs> operates in front of you. You wait for a little bit longer. But no one else seems to arrive. What's happened Scrub to the... Out of the uh, yeah, so Scrub comes flying out of the portal, kind of somersaulting out of it, and he's like, Boom! Man, that was cool! That was the biggest one I've seen! Right, music lady? Music lady? Oh, no. Scrump, what happened? Ah, uh, they were right behind me. Ah, uh, maybe they're coming, just give it a second. Ah. Uh, uh, I wait a few moments. Still nothing. Uh, Scrump. What happened? Well, the machine started to smoke, and then we hit it with some spells, and that was real cool. And then everything started to go... And then Scrump was like, all right, let's get out of here. And then Tristan left, and Scrump left, and Music Lady was right behind us. But Did you actually see her leave? leave? No, I was already gone. Is, is Jed here? Suddenly, the teleportation <laughs> circle seems to light up again. <laughs> oh, she's a lady. Just Damn as it. a familiar Gith Yankee pours out. Woo! Man! Oh, anybody else feel that, like, pull in your stomach when that happens? No, and just me. Make me throw, throw up. Blah. Oh, don't do that. Blah. I gotta. Blah. Blah. 
Oh, Ken, uh, stop. I, I can't look. I can't look at any. I can't look anymore. Maybe you can give us a better answer. Where is V in Asana? Oxy? I don't know. She disappeared with y'all. I don't know what the hell happened to her. V was... I mean, she should be right behind me. I just saw her leave. Or I was just with her. There was a big lady. Maybe the big lady got her. Oh, that chain woman? We were beating her down good. We were just like, bam, bam, bam. She didn't have nothing we had on her. us. Yeah, we were kicking ass. Maybe. You mean she might be there fighting the warden on her own right now? I mean, uh, I mean if it makes you feel better, I don't think there's going to be a lot of fighting going on there. Boy. With the explosion, I don't think there's anything there. That was right. a big explosion. You see that machine? That thing was huge. And the, you guys gummed that up good. And then it was on fire for a while. Started wobbling all weird. Oh, man. The the sound of uh, the word explosion, Basil's heart kind of dips, sinking from like his chest directly into his stomach. His body goes cold, and he starts to have this very pale, distant look in his eyes. As he does so... Uh, he, his mind begins to reel back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He desperately looks at the center, uh, his eyes almost peeled and focused in on the point in which the light emanates, waiting. We have to go back. We have go to go back! back. Um, we can't go back right now. How are we gonna go back? We have to go ah. back! We cannot, we can't just leave her there. Not with her, not with this... Look, I spoke to her. I know what she is capable of, okay? I've seen it with my own eyes. This woman has Yes, nothing. I've seen what they can do. They kicked my ass with not even trying. Look, we are well... We are, we are not in any Dicarious, position to do a rescue mission right about... now. We need to regroup. Regroup? Good yes. idea. Let's go get V. But we can't go walking right in there. We will then just the find ourselves in the for? same position. We will have to figure out another strategy. We can, right. we can teleport there. Everybody just calm down for a minute. Calm down! I'm calm. I know you are, strong. We will go back for them. Listen, Basil. V means as much to all of us as she does to you. But it'd be crazy. It's a suicide mission to go back down there, man. How are we even supposed to get back there in the first place? I don't think these Stop rings go once. backwards. No. Actually, do our rings go backwards? That's a good We got there once, we can do it again. You don't understand. This woman will kill V and Oksana. If if neither of them get here, we may as well have condemned them to death ourselves. I will not sit here idle and let that happen. There's also another problem. I remember your book? I think V still has it. Uh, very quickly, I'm gonna try to manifest like any of my powers. Um, I'm going to try just for a, a cautionary tale of a two-headed bird. As you begin to wave the incantation, you watch as a flickle, fickle bit of magic comes out before it seems to dissipate. Well, what, is, what is that supposed to mean? It means that she still has the book. 
and without it, I... The connections to me and the Nightmare Realm are thin at best. Damn. Well, if she still has a book, that's a good thing, right? Maybe she's whooping butt. Is, is there a Maybe table nearby? Here in a minute. Right now, you guys are still at the gazebo within the forest. The, yeah, like, is there a, is there like a table or, or something, like a chair or? Uh, there's a few seat, bench seats around the gazebo, but. At the wall, at the, at the tree. As Basil just yeets one of these, like, bits of furnishing. All right. I mean, I don't know what to do, y'all. This is my first time out of the astral plane. I don't know what this is all about. By the way, the sky looks here really nice. Just putting that out there. Not the time. I get it. Not the time. But Basil's power's down. V's gone. Oxy's gone. What the hell are we supposed to do now? Not front yeah. first. We need a plan. Basil. Basil takes a moment. He seems to be frantic, just back and forth, back and forth. He then stops for a moment. You bring an excellent pointer. We can't do anything with what we have. And most importantly, there's no point throwing our lives into the mix of things if we're just going to die. But we're also very short on friends. What we need is people who can stand up to these, these folk, and I hate to say it, but between the band of liars, my mother, and a few others that we have tense relationships with, We'll need to start at least repairing some of these relationships if we have any hope of trying to save Oksana and V. I can talk to the liars. Eh. What's happening right now? I might be able to say something. Well, Zacharias, Tristan, I know you guys barely say anything about your friends and family, but I suppose question remains, do you know anyone in the city that might lend us any kind of aid in this? The only people I know in the city want to kill me. <laughs> the only people I knew in the city are dead. <laughs> that seems like a problem that solved itself. You guys should hang out more. <laughs> <laughs> they hang out plenty, Scrub. <laughs> Alright. Band of Liars. Band of Liars is our only hope at this point. Obviously, we need to regroup. We need to heal up. We were completely outmatched. We're way over our head. And I agree with you. We do need to go and rescue them. I have no intentions on leaving them behind. But to walk, try to get there right now, we're going to find ourselves running away with our tails between our legs again. I agree. And look, I was not exaggerating when I said this woman is dangerous. They're all dangerous. No. Beyond V and Oxana, if the Crimson Herald gets these books, it's over. But isn't that what the Nightmare King wants to do? Sure. Absolutely. 
but with the Nightmare Book and the Red Book, there's a far cry closer than any, which means, Sicarius, you need to take that scroll very seriously. All right, I got a question. Why are you talking like that, Basil? What the hell's happening? And why'd you take your glasses off? Well, this is the Basil I actually like. Wait, there's, there's two, two of Basil. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to explain. There's only one Basil. Just this it, is stressful, fine. Basil. Sometimes I just need clarity, and 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 nervousness and anxiety doesn't get me there. All right, uh, band of liars. Scrump, do you know how to make contact? I mean, they're right over there. Well, let's get to it and see who we can rally in order to help us. Okay, I'll go see if Buck's around. Well, we should go inside the house instead of standing out here by the gazebo. If we and Roxana make it out, they will know where to go. Basil will hesitate for a few moments, still looking at that central point, still holding on to that kind of glimmer of hope that maybe, maybe it'll happen any second now. But then that softness disappears and he turns and he uh, goes towards the house. Okay. The rest? Head into the house. Okay. Hey, Basil. Basil. Yeah. If you're fearful, try to feed on it. Makes you feel better. Um, I'm going to uh, turn to uh, Tristan. And as I do, uh, I'm going to open my mouth and try to just feed uh, deeper than I usually do. Okay. Taking a large breath in, letting your jaw hang low. You get a taste of fear. But not what you would expect. You get 1d4 worth of rec uh, healing. Thank you, Tristan. Okay. As you all make your way forward, Scrump and Jed in the back. What was he saying about his mom? I have a hard time keeping up here, Jed. Best I can tell is they don't get along very well. This is a weird group of people, man. You know, after all this is done, maybe we should hang out more. You should join the band of liars. You seem pretty cool. You know what, Scrump? I am pretty cool. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, that's what I said. As the group all make their way towards the abode, you enter into the double doors as you usually would, once again finding yourself in the common room, a large fireplace directly in the center with some cushioned seats, some might call them couches, spread out around. It seems... The room is otherwise not occupied. I could have sworn Puck would have just hung out here for a little while. Guess we're, we're gone for some time. So how do we well, contact? Eh, I know they have some safe houses, but that uh, might not be the best way. I mean, um, how do you know focus. he's not here? Hello? Is there someone named Buck here? Buck! That's a cool name, man! Buck! 
Fuck! Fuck! I don't think they're here. And normally he comes running when I get his name wrong. That didn't work. So, best I can tell is we gotta look around a little bit. I guess, Dave, do we know, like, Scrump's time in the Liars? Obviously, we've known some safe locations, I think. But what's typically protocol here? Would they have gone back to their base? Would they have left someone hanging out here? Is it weird for Puck to not be here? Uh, it's definitely not odd for Puck not to be there at any given time, especially when you're away. You do remember off the from what he had told you that upon your arrival, he would have been notified. Right, okay. I mean, we could just hang out here. Normally when we come back, they're supposed to see movement through the portal, so they'll send somebody. Might as well just kind of, hard as it is, maybe get comfy. We do have one other person to speak with, and as lamentful as I am about the fact, I need to go see my mother. And you get there, like, I mean, I want to stay the night, and maybe leave in the morning. I think if we've got the um, the band of liars that come here regularly, we leave a note and tell them to keep a missive here. But... I mean, if it's alright with y'all, I'll just hang back. I've, I've kind of been in a cell for the last little while, and being on this plane, man, I don't know what scrump gave me down there, but that damn shit was delicious! You got any more of that stuff around here? What'd you call it? Should be a, bu- yeah, a bunch of the cupboards over there, I think. You go nuts. Mm, all right. All right. I'm go get you should me try some... going outside and touching grass. It's pretty uh, it gives me nice feelings. I'll try that too. Anything y'all need done before you head off or do whatever you're going to do? Once this Buck guy shows up, I'm definitely going to I'll tell him all about what's going on. You're telling we need help getting the music lady and that scrump should get a raise? I can tell him those things. Anybody else hey, want to raise? Perfect. No? Just scrump? I'll take right. one. Yep, I'll take one. All right. I'll uh, see yeah, what I can do. That's pretty we good. all realize we're getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us aren't getting paid. That's new stuff. <laughs> I'm going to look my wounds here. I'm going to do some lay on hands real quick for 25 points because I okay. hurt. You badly here. All right. Sicarius I mean, touches that, himself that to make himself feel better. That's right. <laughs> right. You guys want to do a short rest at least? <sighs> Absolutely. You guys can spend we an do. hour to, to take a short rest. <clears throat> uh, during that short rest, um, I'm going to go to my room and that mall that I took off of that first sword villain that we defeated that one time. Since I don't have a weapon, I'm going to start using his weapon, and I believe it was different, so I don't know if it needs to be attuned to or not. Sorry, the the mall? Yeah. The mall? You molding? Remember when we the fought giant the, hammer. the giant hammer in the alley? Oh, we right. That. That's right. You did too. The trophy. And now I'm going to use it because I don't have a sword. Okay. Hmm. Um, we got that from the minutes, but didn't we? What's that? Wasn't that the thing we got from the Minotaur Guard dude that we fought? Yeah. The yeah, one yeah. I let live, yeah. Okay. As you begin to look, the uh, I believe it was a uh, either a battle hammer or a battle axe. I don't remember exactly what it was. I can look that up. 
but you do recognize that it is magic in nature. Uh, it doesn't require attunement, but it does gives you give you a plus two to your attacks and damage. Oh, we're not sure which one it is, though. Who in the what now? What? The the type of weapon it is. No, I'll look that. I can look that up. Hold on. All right. So I'll just say it's on me until we figure it out. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anybody else doing anything for the hour? Um. Have you? I'm gonna try. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to try and reconnect with my powers as best I can. Um, just trying to meditate in front of a mirror. Um, just kind of try to reach and feel the Nightmare Realm. Okay. As you find your room, standing in front of the mirror, you focus. Closing your eyes, you try to think of the realm you had just previously been in. The horrors and the muteness of the colors. While many would find it terrifying, you find some comfort in it. You continue to focus the best you can. And suddenly, that's not going to work, Basil. As you open your eyes, staring into the mirror, you see a small glint of light hovering over top of your shoulder. In an instant, it zooms around the room before materializing directly in the center. In the image of a small girl, one you've known many, many times, it seems Brinny has returned. Hello, Basil. I'm not going to lie, I wasn't expecting to see you anytime soon. I didn't know if it was appropriate to show myself again. But when you called forth, I did hear you. I'm sorry it took me this long to get here. Do you know what happened? Yes. Did you see? I can see everything the Black Book does. Is she alive? Yes. But she is in dire, dire situation, Basil. I know that there are so many different types of fear, but this is the first time I've experienced true powerlessness. She's going to kill everyone. If we don't figure something out, anything, she's going to win. You're not wrong. But there may be a way. But one, while I'm with you, no connection to the Black Book remains. 
there is another possibility. For you were not the only one with a connection to the Black Book. The Nightmare King has blessed another. Your friend. Who? V. While the connection is nowhere near as strong as yours, she is not able to utilize the magics within. There is a chance that I may be able to reach her. Please do so. Offer her any help that you can. And do not return to me until she is safe. I have a plan. There is another way to get my grandfather's power. I will try. Is there any message you would like me to tell her? Just tell her to hold on, and that we're coming. Right away. And with a blink of an eye, Brinny disappears back into the small fleck of lights before she apparates directly through a wall, disappearing to the outside world again. As you take a moment to collect yourself, you suddenly hear a voice call from downstairs. Is anyone here? Hello? Immediately returning back to the common room, Tristan and Scrump, with Jed following closely behind, you now take notes of Pluck standing in the doorway. All right, well, good to see that you've all made it out alive. <laughs> well done to all of you. Group. Sorry, what'd you say, Nate? Hey, <laughs> only two of them are missing this time. Sorry. You have only... a new one, so basically you just lost one. Yes, I'm not familiar with this one. As good. Jed walks out of the kitchen, his mouth filled and his arms filled with goodies. That's his Jed. Jed hasn't eaten food in a while. He's been in an astral plane and then in a prison. Oh, we broke out of prison. Now you go ahead, Jed. We're in, in the kitchen. As he turns and anyway, hits back into the kitchen. I brought this group back mostly safe and sound. It's pretty good. Um, We lost two. And there's one uh, I kind of feel real bad about because it may have sort of indirectly been my fault with an explosion. You know how it goes. Scrump. <sighs> Remember what I told you before you left? Not to blow up any of your companions again. I remembered a lot of stuff you told me before I left, but I forgot about that one. There was the yeah, one distinct thing that I asked you to not blow up any of your companions again. I mean, it wasn't... To be fair, I, I think we did some good with it. We stopped uh, this giant goo machine that I think was hurting a lot of people. 
and I think they would have wanted me to blow it up. So it it wasn't accidental, if that helps. I blew them up on purpose. Oh, God. Uh. Yes, well, we'll surely get there one day. So who is left? Uh, Tristan, Scrump, your new friend Jed? Where are the other two? Well, they're both back with these real scary people. Basil, why don't you tell them more? Basil um, was upstairs, Basil... so I'm assuming he's yeah. come down. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Basil comes down, probably partway through the conversation, he says, Things are grim, to say the least. Thankfully, Sicarius, Tristan, myself, Scrump, along with Jet, who was being held captive, managed to escape from the citadel of the Crimson Herald. A tyrannical and quite vicious body in the accompaniment of a small army who set their sights on trying to enslave the world through fear, through anger, fear, and other tormented emotions. The trouble is, in order to do that, they need to acquire power power that they now are slowly accruing. They've set, their, they've set their sights on both Oksana and V, who are currently being held prisoner inside their citadel. And if we do not act soon, they will continue to pull their energies and powers and kill our friends in the process. So, just to recap... You decided it would be best to face off a small army on your own. Knowing full well that they were attempting to find two of your companions. Am I getting that all right? The original intention was to save a small community of innocent creatures. We did not realize that the place that was originating their woes happened to also coincide with the base of operations for the Crimson Herald. It was an oversight. Well, I hope you realize that this oversight has cost you all dearly, again. Seems to be a common thread with you folk, is it not? I, for one, enjoy chaos on all levels, but not at the cost of my companions or friends. Which is why we come to you. We have no intention of paying that cost. We intend to set right that which has been spun out of control. I know that's not exactly what the Band of Liars is accustomed, but nonetheless, we find ourselves imploring you for your help. All right. Well, I did come bearing good news, but it seems that... There are other things at foot here. Well, how about you forget about what <clears throat> we said and you tell us your good news? Perhaps a little bit later. This seems like it needs a little more immediate attention. The only thing I can think of... We must go to the council beg for their assistance and hopefully they'll hear your 
please. I'll talk to the council. I'm not afraid of them. I feel it best that perhaps one of you should speak on behalf of the group. I'll do it! Not him. <laughs> Basil, your what are way the with chances words? of this council actually helping us out? Well, they have agreed to help you so far in your mission. The way I see it, there will be two options. One, they send another group of individuals on what would otherwise be a suicide mission. Or alternatively, they will assign a few new companions to you. Tristan, Karis, may I have a word? Uh, Scrump, can I have a word, please, just before we make this decision? Yeah, what's up? I... I do not have a way with words. A lot of what I say tends to just be spur of the moments, playing on people's fears. I don't think that's going to get us what we want from the council. More importantly, I think I might be onto something that may help me regain my powers, at least a measure more for the coming battle. What do you mean, regain? Nowhere near as powerful as with the book, but at least enough to be able to hold my own should we need to confront yet again. I think, I think speaking to the council should be one of you. Somebody who can speak to not only our journey, but the value of the people that we have traveled with. Now, I know that all three of you... <laughs> Sakari just starts laughing at the value of people. Now I'm laughing this, at Swiss. This <laughs> is kind of a bit... Well, <clears throat> Scrump, you've only just started in our company. And while you and I have definitely had our <clears throat> tete-a-tetes, I think I like you a lot. You're one of my best friends. I'm going to put my hand over his mouth. Um, you are a valued member of this group. And you are licking my hand. <laughs> <laughs> as, I, as I then turn to Sicarius... <laughs> And I say, not many know how strongly the impact of Grimo's passing affected you. You wear your strength and your stoicness on your chest like a badge of pride, but I see you, Sicarius. And I know you value those that you travel with, how deeply it affects you. But stoicism isn't what's needed you want to do this, then you'll need to bring that out to the surface. And though, Tristan, we have not really spoken much since that we've begun our travels, there's one thing that has been made abundantly clear, and that is there is a reason you travel with a bag of coins. Milf Hunter? Not out of some means or ritual. <laughs> What's that? I haven't moved my hand, by the way. I just still imagine he's licking it. I'm sorry, I forgot I didn't mute myself to you guys. Go on, carry on. My oh. apologies. <laughs> oh, oh, that was just me being weird. Okay. It's like me walking into a spider web. Uh, all right. So, <clears throat> there's a reason you carry a bag of coin with you. If you did not truly care about us, 
you would not give two dams what happens when we die. And maybe this is a moment where you can let whatever it is you keep inside you out because you will not be judged here. I think you're wrong, Basil. This is the perfect time for you to shine. These people <laughs> need to, to understand the fear that is coming from that woman over there. Nobody in this group knows fear better than you do. Who is better is true. about it than you? Well, I do believe you when you say this. But without light, there can be no darkness. And mine is not with me right now. So I need... No. I'm begging you for your help. Trump's gonna, like, remove his mouth from your hand and be like, Ah, thanks for that. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I can totally <laughs> talk to the council. My dad's like goblin royalty or whatever, and they uh, they kind of owe me some favors. I know, like, two of them. They're all right. You, you do realize that I'm mostly a blunt talker. I just say things how they are. I don't, as you would do, emphasize and go long-winded on a lot of things. And, and we do not have time for me to be long-winded. Y'all for sure don't want me to do the talking. I'm just saying, you realize now that Jed's now <laughs> leering over everybody's shoulders. It's like part of the group like in the huddle, yeah. <laughs> Bottom line is we need help. Everybody's in danger. If they don't help, well, then what the hell are they getting together for in the first place? This is their time to step up and do it right. And Jed, you've been through a lot. And to yeah, ask more of you, especially like this, you need to rest and recover. But the time will come when we will need your help. Basil, I'm just saying. My words are good talk like yours. They are. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's fine. I can sit this dance out. <laughs> Alright. Um Basil will at this point um sort of <sighs> Alright. Uh just just a, a time. I'm gonna be dramatic, but I do apologize if it comes across weird. I've got <laughs> somewhere to go with this, trust me. Okay. So Basil will at this point uh look towards the group and say I will return. I leave this in your capable hands. What are you I'll going? I'll be back. I'll be back tonight. So you're going to leave before we go to the council? Yes. You're not to going restore, to be there for the council? try and restore my power, yes. And I will turn and I will leave because I'm burning daylight and uh, I, I, I said my piece. Okay. Basil, without another word, simply walks out. <laughs> All right. Well, oh. So it looks like I'm in charge now. Here's what we should do. <laughs> what All are right? we going to do, Jed? I'm worried. Uh, no. here's, here's what we should do. All right? First off, Tristan, 
You got coins, right? I got coins. We'll just pay the council off. <laughs> we'll just give them a bunch of money. And they'll they'll just say, yeah, we'll do whatever you want, Mr. Money Guy. And then That's one option. And then Sicarius, you know what you do, right? First off, well, you, go ahead, tell me. You push your chest out all big and you act all tough, right? And you stay silent. And they'll be like, ooh, who's that mysterious guy over there? How come you're not saying anything? And they'll be enthralled with your silence. I don't think that's how this works. This is exactly how it's going to work. Trust me. What do I do? Scrump, you have the most important job of all. Ah, uh, the pressure. It's all right, man. Listen. Before we go there, there's something pivotal I need you to take care of. Okay? Yeah. This is an utmost important mission. Are you listening? I'm listening. I'm ready. All right. You take that big old backpack of yours, right? Right. Okay. And you march, man. You stick, you pull up your boots and you march directly into the kitchen. And you grab as many snacks as possible. Right. And then we'll take the snacks and we'll show the council that we have all the snacks and we they can't the have snacks. any. Look at that. We got money. We got, we snacks. got snacks. We got, we the, got money. the broody guy in the corner. How can they say no? Looking pretty good. If I know the council, they're going to buckle in a second. That's what How I'm saying, soon man. can we get this council together? We are wasting time talking about this. All right. Ah, uh, okay. Hey, Pluck. Hmm. You can convene the council. We're, we're ready to talk to them. All right. I will make the arrangements. Hold tight. We'll head back down to the gazebo shortly. Pluck, is Gary still on the council? I don't like Gary. I don't think he should be on the council. I... All right. Uh, wait here. I'll be back momentarily. Gary's still on the council. Uh, you go know a Gary, too? Yeah, you dick. Anyway. Really? I know a Gary. Great guy. Great guy. I talking I about the same one. No? <laughs> Y'all don't no. have a, one of those astral dreadnoughts on the council? What kind of council is this? Ah, oh, you know what, Gary? Too that is cool. Is I thought this? if one Gary was like I mean, one way, the in other Gary would be the other way. Jed, if we could bring Gary with us, that would probably help us quite a bit. Man, Gary's far away from us right now. I don't even know how to get back there. I, shit, I would take not Gary right now. <clears throat> Either way, we need all the help we can get. Maybe my Gary can stand in for your Gary, but. Like I said, Mike Gary's kind of an ass. Yeah, he sounds more like my not Gary. Oh, man. As all of this transpires, <laughs> Basil, where are you headed? Uh, what time of day is it? At this point, I would say as you look up into the night sky, it is starting <laughs> to become dusk. Most okay. likely just before dinner. Perfect. Okay. So, um, I'm going to reveal Basil's whole plan as to whether or not it works is... I leave that to the face. 
Um, Basil is going to incite effectively a wave of nightmares. Uh, Basil is going to spend a few hours going to the homes of innocent people and using what little power he has in order to destroy dreams, invoke nightmares, and then basically try to absorb them the same way the boogeyman do. While I'm a frightling and I don't necessarily have this power, I'm hoping that quantity over quality is going to make up for that. As I travel through the city streets, I'm going to be doing so in wolf basil form, and I will be attacking random people, not not to kill them, but like uh, as in to intimidate, to start rumors about this giant wolf attacking the city. Uh, I recently have a new ability, which I'm going to use anytime I sort of get caught between short rests, which allows me to teleport and then go invisible. And so if I'm on the verge of getting caught, it's kind of like I disappear in a cloud of smoke. So I want to kind of create a Hound of Baskerville kind of like wave of panic in the city. Okay. Uh, hmm. And where are you starting this commotion? Um, so where's the, uh, where's the Band of Liars headquarters currently? You would, you don't know that. Oh, okay, right. Oh, sorry, sorry, I mean, like, like, sorry, our safe house, where we are. Your safe house, again, is in a bit of a pocket dimension. You can leave at any point in time, using the teleportation circle to go anywhere into the city. It won't be pinpoint, it'll be within a few blocks. Okay, I think... Okay, if I do it in Dog's Breath, which is the lower end district, I don't think there's going to get much response because the guards don't really do anything. So I think if the guards are adding to the panic, that'd probably be better. So there's the Sky Island where I'm at. What are the other districts of the city here? So the three main districts is um, the Sky Streets, which is basically where the the floating island. Uh, There is Dog's Breath, which is underneath. And then around it is the People's Ring, where all of the most predominant and wealthy individuals of the city reside in. Okay. I think I'll just go with the uh, Sky Streets, just because I feel like if I go for the nobles, that might be a lot harder to evade um, capture. Okay, fair enough. Fast-forwarding time a little bit. You have found your way into, sorry, Skystone is what it's called, not Sky Streets. Yep. You begin terrorizing the individuals in and around the area. It start, starts off as but a mere commotion at first, before it grows and grows and grows. At this point, you've been chased around for the majority of the evening as well. A number of guards now being alerted to your whereabouts. However, using your wolf form, being able to vanish in smoke, you've been able to elude the law as much as possible. Go ahead and roll a d100 for me. That is a 93. 93. Okay, very good. As you happen upon one building, a small home, more similar to a cottage than anything else, you begin to make your way up to the front doorstep. And as you're about to reach the door itself, 
reaching for the handle, suddenly your mind goes blank. As you seem to tip over, falling on the ground and losing consciousness in a nearby bush. Fee. I can't with this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Wild, okay? (sighs) All right. You've been dragged throughout the corridors of what's left of the citadel. Eventually making your way to a new area, one that you've not seen before. As you make your way inside, you see a number of other cells. These seem much more secure at this point. You see a number, four to be exact, of very well-dressed individuals. Thinking back to what Jed had said earlier, you can only assume that these were the individuals he was talking about. However, all of them seem to be in the same state as you. Pressed up against the wall, Eyes wide in terror, completely unable to move. The Crimson Herald and her lackey have pushed you inside one of these cells, and you hear the loud clang of the door being shut. You attempt to move your head around, still unable to move. However, your eyes dart back and forth, trying to find any kind of glimpse of Oksana. Unfortunately, unable to swivel your heads. It's very difficult. Fuck. As you stand there paralyzed against the wall, you do see one thing. A small flicker of lights that seems to trail directly in front of your cell and suddenly stops before it turns and makes its way towards you, stopping directly in front of your face. It's been quite some time, V. I see you're unable to speak. Unable to move. But I'm here hopefully to help. With your permission, I would like to try something. God. I'm not here on behalf of the king. I'm here on behalf of Basil. With your permission, I would like to cast a spell. A spell to put you to sleep. 
that's all right. Try to blink. Once for yes, twice for no. No pressure. She has dry eyes. Uh, <laughs> uh, v... V will blink once for yes. All right. I hope this works. The light begins to rise just above your heads as it begins to spin around quickly. You watch as the hypnotic pattern begins to make you feel tired. Your eyelids growing heavy. For all goes dark. And that's where we're going to take a short rest for the evening. I hate this. Absolutely hate it. <laughs> I don't like I just, any I, part I of I want to see Raina's resting heart rate for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to go on uh, blood pressure medication after this episode. That's fine. You're all fine. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> With that said, though, uh, we are going to take a short rest for the evening. And as always, gang, uh, if you have any questions about uh, the campaign, the story, myself, the players, life, the universe, or anything inside of it, go ahead and pop it down in chat. We will answer those when we come back for our break. Uh, we'll only be taking a few moments, so stick around for the second half of the episode. Um, and aside from that, go get your apple juices, your orange juices, your adult juices, your... Uh, crazy wolf juices. And stick around, folks. We will be back in a few short moments. See you real soon. Bye. And we are back, ladies and gents. Uh, okay. So we had a couple questions while we were on break. Uh, first quest question for Dag. Uh, what class are you going to change to, Dag? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Like I think um I think that really depends. Um I feel as though um right now uh being a warlock has uh, has gotten me into a lot of trouble. I think if I if I did change class, uh it would definitely be a blood hunter, I think. I think I'd definitely bust out a blood hunter and just like go full like nightmare basil um for a while cuz I mean, who knows, maybe this whole thing won't work and I won't get, you know, my powers back. Fair enough. Yeah, um no does anyone remember how Jed was described as an NPC? I do. Uh, Jed is a 20-ish looking something gith Yankee with a giant mullet. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the mullet. It's just like icing on the cake. Hell yeah, man. Uh, Last name Coors. DM Dave, J. Jonah Jameson from the Daily Bugle. When will you admit the BBG is that criminal Spider-Man? Um, I mean, that's, that's, that was going to be the big mic drop at the end of it, uh, cross, but ruined it now. So, uh, you have to catch Spider-Man. That's the, <laughs> that, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Cut to New York. <laughs> uh, question for Scrump. How many parties have you blown up? Uh, there was what in the opening episode, I think we established there was two, mm -hmm. I think. Yep. So yeah, at least two, at least that the liars know about. Who knows? Could be a third. I mean, technically, it was sort of a third. At least, like, I mean, to three. like to be fair, V did ask Crump to do that. It's true. Yeah, it was so, definitely like a moment of like, blow it, let's get out of here, and then V just yeah. happened to 
roll bad. Surprise, surprise to no one. <laughs> yep. So Fuck. at least three so far. Three that we know of. Yeah. Yeah. We could be more. Stay tuned. Uh, question. What is the meaning of life? 42. Thank you, Mac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, question for Reyna. Is W ready yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I... I really hope he gets out of this because I don't I don't want to play W. <laughs> so cheap. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly uh, go I wrong? Don't know. Well, I have from this episode, it has been established that V is on her own and she should figure out a way to get out there without y'all. <laughs> Savage, we'll send Brinny back with that sass. Wow. Mr. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my powers back first. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to just sit there and be like, excuse me, madam, but it appears as though you have our bard. I don't suppose you could let it (laughs) upon yourself to bestow the bard back upon us. I know, I know it's a bit weird. We just came in, blew up your stuff, but... No, we could have gone to the council and got reinforcements, just saying. Well, that's what I'm sending Huey and Dewey and Louie for. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of tension tonight. (laughs) Okay. Okay, and with that said, um, why don't we jump back into tonight's episode, shall we? We shall. Okay. So, uh, who the hell do I want to start this with? It's like looking at it, just a big old pile. Where to put the shovel? You know, big you know when when the coach has like the losing team, and he's like, "Who are my starters?" Uh, <laughs> shit. Doesn't really nose, matter at this point. Yeah. Uh, one kid's playing with a soccer ball. <laughs> okay, so Scrump, Tristan, Sicarius, and Jed. <laughs> Pluck calls you forth back into the main room. He looks to all of you. Well, the council has agreed to see you for you to plead your case. Shall we be off then? I don't suppose Basil's coming back anytime soon, so no time like the present. Very good then. He turns and begins to leave the building proper. Once again, uh, headed down towards the gazebo once more. As you follow behind Pluck, you eventually arrive at the gazebo. As he waves his hand in front of the teleportation circle, you realize that the color seems to be different than what you've seen thus far, where most of the time it is just a orangish-yellowish hue. At this point... It's changed to that of a purple hue. He turns back to all of you and motions his hand forward, inviting you to walk into the teleportation circle. Okay, steps on in. Let's go. I already lost my lunch once. Can't lose more. (coughs) I'm not that confident. The scrump and Jed disappear behind the other two. You feel the immediate jerk once again before arriving in a relatively dark room. A long corridor laid out in front of you. 
as Pluck immediately begins to make his way forward, the rest of you following behind. Walking through an archway, you find yourself in a bit of a strange room. There doesn't seem to be any windows, but yet the walls themselves seem to give the illusion of various scenes, almost like mirrors. Throughout, you can see different scenes from in and around the city proper. Some you recognize, some you don't. One of them portraying what you could only recognize as Basil, now rampaging through the city streets. You see a number of guards tailing him before he disappears into a wisp of smoke. And directly in the center of the room, you see a very large table, shaped like that of a horseshoe, with a number of individuals sitting around it. All of them wearing very similar robes, a few of different colors, but the oddest thing is the different masks that they all wear. Each one having only eye sockets, no other identifying features to it. In a vibrant white. Pluck steps forward in the center of the horseshoe. Dear Council, I thank you all immensely for taking the time I know you are all very busy. You are all aware of my companions here. They have been tasked with a duty to assist us in the utmost. And where we've asked for their assistance, they now come looking for yours. All they wish is for you to hear them out. He looks back to the rest of you. And who will so, be speaking on your behalf? So Tr Tristan will turn his back to the council, put his hand on Sicario's shoulder, and whisper in his ear, Think V is your fiancé. This is your new chance to saving someone. You can do this. And I tap on his shoulder and push him forward. As Sicarius is pushed forward. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the council, <clears throat> a great knight, Sicarius, as Pluck removes himself from the center of the horseshoe. Gives Tristan a little bit of a look. <clears throat> Stands in the particular position that um, be, that Pluck was at. Thank you for seeing us on such short notice. My name is Sicarius. As you well know, we are new to the Band of Liars. On our little adventure, two of our team members have been captured and they are una unable to return to us. We are here to seek your help in any way, shape, or form that you can provide us with either equipment or manpower 
so that way we can go back to the Underdark and retrieve our two companions. But if we do not intervene quickly, we'll surely be killed. They're being held captured by the person that they that calls themselves the Crimson Herald. And they are looking for particular pieces of powder to that if we do not stop them, we'll only... Well, let's just say it'll be very bad for everyone. So I beg of you, I know we are new members of this organization, but this would be the perfect time to step up, help us to destroy or stop this evil, and to help our companions who mean a great deal to us. One of the council members speaks up at this point. You've already failed your companions once. Why should we believe that you'll do it again? That you won't do it again? And how did we fail? They are not with you. You beg for our assistance, meaning you failed. <clears throat> we got ourselves in a situation that was above our heads, obviously, yes. But now we have a better understanding of what we are facing. We did not have that understanding when we first went to that situation. So with better planning and better equipment and more manpower, we will not fail again. Another one of the council members speak up. You say time is of the essence. So what is your plan then? Well, like I said, with better equipment and better manpower, we can get in and get out. We know their passwords. We can disguise ourselves to be just like them. But if things go wrong, we will have better means to escape, but with, but with our friends this time. We were separated the last time. We didn't have a proper plan at the time. So with your assistance, we will be able to succeed. Another council member speaks up. You say you need some form of weaponry or resources, as you say. Pluck has already spoken on your behalf of those, and we've allotted more than enough resources to you. You've all become very costly. What else do you ask for, then? Points to his tattered armor. This is becoming useless. The people that we are up against are far more powerful. So in the case that we cannot be stealthy, we do need better protection. These rings can only do so much. But now that they know that they can get us out of there, we need to be able to protect ourselves or better to defend ourselves if a fight occurs. The individual that seems to sit directly in the center now speaks up. Armor, weaponry, assistance, 
further resources with not much of a plan save for going in headstrong, disguised as the enemy. He looks to the rest of the group. The council will confer over this. Do any of you have anything to add to Sicarius? Looking around, is anybody else speaking? I'm going to look up to Tristan. Do you have anything, Tristan? <laughs> I just want to stress the point that this evil below the city is real. And if it's not stopped, it will come for the city and kill as many people as possible. Yes, it is costly, but if everybody dies in the city, you have no one to preside over. Us putting a dent in their operation is critical for everyone. And we have the advantage, we know where they're at before they relocate. I'd like to say something. Kind of Scrump kind of walks forward and looks to like one older gentleman on the council in particular and just gives him like the side eye. Gary. Uh, you all know me. I've been with you for some time now. Uh, besides the few blowing ups, I've helped out quite a bit around here. And I can honestly say that these people are your best bet to stop this thing. Come on, Gary. How, how is this going to work? You're going to put a brand new group of people on this and get them to know the situation and invest a whole other group of money into it? Uh, or you just help this one along a little bit more and get the job done? Hey, come on. Uh, what are we doing here? This council is a farce. Uh, 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 Scrump just starts to like freak out a bit and then he turns I'm going to put my Tristan. hand on Scrump to try to calm him down. Like, <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry, I get worked up. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. Scrub's right. He should be mad at y'all. Look at y'all just sitting there in your seats while there's people out there who need help. You call yourself helpful, the people of the people? This is some bullshit. I don't even belong on this plane. Hell, I don't even know what I'm doing here. But I do know one thing. These are good people. They're asking for your help. To do your work for you. Why is there anything that has to be a discussion at this point in time? You tell him. That's right. But I'll leave you with this. Scrum, come here. While you decide, we brought you some snacks. And he pulls out a small snack. handful oh, yeah. of snacks and dumps them down on the table. You should never yeah. make a decision on an empty stomach. That's yes. right, Gary. We own all the snacks, and you can't have any. Not scratch. Uh, you know, unless no, you want to. Scrub. Hold on. I'm not done yet. Right. You should never make a decision on an empty belly. That's what Mama used to say. Me and my companions will be waiting over there, staring at our other companion as he tears through the city. Not... In relation to this at all, I must say. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, when I was part of the First Sword, I've seen 
stuff that you guys have done before, making your little marks and how you want to make change. This is the time for you to act. We are in a position to actually do something good here. Stop an evil and save some mem new members of your party. Don't tell me that you're not... Holy shit, what happened? You're good. Okay. Hey, you're good. <laughs> I went to sleep. here. Okay. <laughs> I just fixed this guy. He's like, oh my god, I'm blind. <laughs> uh, so, while you guys think about it, people out that are, their lives are in danger. So don't think too damn hard. You tell him, Scaris. He can go sicko on you. Enjoy your snacks. The council wave a hand. Pluck nods in acknowledgement before pushing you guys all off to the side. A rousing speech, to say the least. You might have some conviction there. I'm not the one for good words, though, so hopefully it didn't come across too bad. Come on, Sakarius, you killed it up there, man. You're all like... Oh, I'm big and broody, and I'm all muscly, and look how cool I am. Yeah, that's what we all thought. It was badass, man. You were badass. You're a badass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if Basil was here, that definitely wouldn't have worked. Basil would be scared. Like, uh, Basil would be eating yeah. his own fear. Right, exactly. He'd be all like, oh, I'm so scared of the council. Sakaria saved me. Balls of steel <laughs> is what I say. And hey, whatever they decide on. We tried our best. It's the most we could do. As the council confers, Basil, rousing once again, you lift yourself out of the bush. As you brush yourself off, wondering what just happened, Looking at your hands, you see your wolf form has now dissipated. But you also do note that the landscape all around you seems to now be all black and white. You immediately recognize exactly where you are. While you've not been pulled back into the book, necessarily, you do seem to be in somewhat of a dream state. Okay. As you turn around, looking at the city streets, they are all empty. No guards. No civilians. The only thing you could do notice is what looks like on the ground in front of you a very thin blue trail. Basil uh, immediately uh, starts to follow the trail, pulling himself out of the bushes uh, and finishing brushing, brushing himself off. He uh, just sort of looks in the distance and tries to see, like, where it's leading as he follows it. Absolutely. The trail continues to lead you through the city streets, 
twisting and turning down alleys, around buildings, before you finally make a way to what looks like a small park. Nothing of significance, save for a few well-pruned bushes and flowers. However, directly in the center of the park proper, you see what can only be described as a large metal cube. Uh, I'll approach the cube. Okay. As you get closer and closer, you see the metallic sheen on it, close to that of polished steel, so much so that you can see your own reflection within it. Trying to kind of... Uh, how big is the, the cube? It is a relatively large cube, easily spanning 20 by 20 feet. Wow. At least okay. 15 um, feet high. I'll um I'll kind of walk do, walk around it uh, once, looking at my reflection uh, as I examine all sides, see if there's any way like to open it or if there's a way in. Looking around, it seems to be completely solid. From in sense of there's no entrance, no seams anywhere to be found. Taking his left hand, Basil raises it and places it against the hard edge of the metal structure. Placing it against, it seems solid. What is this? Um. Hello? Uh, I'll try and make contact, or like, like, sort of. I'll maintain contact with the uh, the object as I try to, I guess, talk to it. Okay. Holding your hand out, you begin to a little less than yell towards the cube, and the yelling is heard. B, as you open your eyes. Looking down at yourself, you seem to be chained to a chair in some strange metal box. Fucking. <laughs> you can Great. hear Basil's voice calling out from the other side. Hello? Is anyone there? Basil? V? V, v, is that you? I think so. <laughs> uh, where are we? What is happening? I... I don't know. I, um... I think this is... the realm of the book, but... also not. Uh, where are you? What do you see? Currently, I am chained to a chair. Fantastic. Also, Brittany, Brittany found me. Uh, I I don't know if do I feel like I'm in my real body or do I feel like I'm dreaming or what 
what's the you do feel in your regular body looking down you see your regular clothes you can shift around but you are do remain chained to the chair i i don't i don't know what's happening uh the 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 place blew up and my backpack came off and and the Crimson Herald, Herald was there, and I tried to get it before she did, and then she grabbed it, and then then she chained me, or she didn't chain me, I'm sorry, I'm chained now. This is all very confusing. Uh, she froze me, and then Brinny appeared and said that Brinny would put me to sleep, and I woke up in this cube, or square thing, chained to a chair. Why are you here? I thought, uh, did you uh, did you are, get out? What happened? Yes, yes. No, Scrump, um, Sicarius, Tristan, Jed, and myself. We we all made it, but um, Oksana hasn't come through. I didn't. I I couldn't. I was looking for her, but I couldn't see her. I couldn't move. There were other people that she has captive. Are they with Can you, you get me out of here, Basil? What, what are you doing? Just standing out there? Just, Open this I, contraption. I, 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 I take a few steps back and I, um, I place my hands together um, and I'm going to try and uh, manifest my fingers into the, uh, the metal to try and open it. Um, at least that's what I'm going to try or break my fingers. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, okay. Oh, Jesus Go ahead and make a make an athletics check for me. Ooh, 19. 19. Your fingers begin to merge into uh, the metal. Your confidence begins to grow in your ability as you begin to pull it seems to move like liquids around your hands. As you pull your fingers back out looking at them, you hear a familiar voice. You are the ruler of this land, or at least destined to one day. This is not a place for strength, Basil. I'll move my hands and close my eyes and after trying to calm down a little I will try to turn the cube or the metal in the cube uh, into uh, just like assorted chains like thin chain links uh, so that they lose their structure and fall. As you close your eyes and focus you begin to embrace the fear, the sense of the nightmare, the manipulation behind it all. And as you open your eyes, still focusing, you watch as the metal cube begins to suddenly change into that of chains. Completely wrapped around the cube itself, they begin to fall one by one to the ground. Small clinks. As the last one falls, you look forward to see V now strapped in the chair. Oh, it's so good to see you. And you as well. Uh, 
Here, let me. Uh, I'm gonna move over and and try to unbind her from the chair. Okay. As you rush over to V's side, putting your hands on the chain, once again manifesting the fear from within, you hear a quick snap as the chain breaks and immediately wake up. As you look around, Basil, the color seems to be once again throughout the entire world. You find yourself once again back within the bush. Looking down, your wolf form has faded. Still staying behind the bush, you look around and see a few onlookers, or a few individuals walking by. It seems you've awoken from wherever you were. Ah, uh, damn it! Fee. Yeah. You two snap awake, eyes going wide. You take a deep breath in and let a sigh out. You immediately grab your head, rubbing the top of it, realizing that whatever spell was holding you in place has now been broken. Okay, so I'm back. <laughs> Fuck me, I'm back. You are back in the cell at this point in time. The spell okay. to which was holding you in place is no longer. Love that for for me. Okay, um, V will look around. Can she see Oksana? Can she... Make a perception check for me. Uh, 16. 16. As you cautiously and carefully look around for any guards that might take note of you leaving the condition you were in, you don't see anything. Walking around a bit, you look down a few cells through the bars, again seeing a number of individuals. But Oksana doesn't seem to be there with you. Fuck. And all the other people seem like frozen, like I was. They are in the same state that you were. Yep. Fuck me. Um. Okay. Well, out of sheer panic, uh, V will try and assess the lock on the cell door. I know that you said that it's more sophisticated, but she'll take a gander at it anyways. As you look at the cell door proper, you find it strange. The door to which you had been thrown through originally is no longer there. As if the metal has melded into a solid cage itself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Don't suppose my uh, book bag is anywhere to be found either. You are not in possession of that or your rapier. (sighs) No! Welcome to my world. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Did Dave just say that the book is missing and you're like, oh, and then as soon as he mentioned your rapier, that was the reaction? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, the rapier wow. is her. Priorities. I suck to have all your power <laughs> taken away from you. It's a shame that you can't get yours at the dollar store. God damn it. 
Excuse me, mister. I risked my life to get your stupid book. Okay, you're not here. <laughs> okay. V, um... Like, I don't even know... I, like, she's debating, like, does she just dip out at this point? Because she can't see Oksana. She'll, she'll call out. She'll just say, Oksana? Are you here? You call out to Oksana. You don't receive a response, but begin to hear the footsteps. Of armored boots making their way down the hallway towards you. Oh my you. god, no! What do I do? Uh, what do I do? Fuck. Okay, there's no way out. No one is able to move anywhere. There's no one else around. It's just me in a melded cell. Is that what you're telling me, Dave? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Fuck. V will. Oh no! Oh no! I hate this. <laughs> v will. Oh my god! I don't know. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. This woman can just freeze me the second that she sees me again. The sound of boots are getting louder. All right, V. V will, v will use her ring. I'm so sorry, Basil. Okay. As you close your eyes and focus, V suddenly disappears from the cell. Oh, man. Wow. Basil. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> After the dream, you um, get a so strange sense. A feeling of comfort, of hope. All right. Alive. She's alive. As far as we can tell, she's still in danger. We can't stop now. We have to be able to save both her and Oksana, and the book as well. Okay. Um, Basil is going to... Am I, am I still in, like, plain sight at the moment? You're hidden by the bushes up on this small cottage lawn, but aside from that, you are you are relatively hidden. Okay. This has been working. Power's there. It's like behind a pane of glass that I can barely reach through. I need something to push it over the edge. I, um... Is there any, like, big events on, or is there any kind of, like, is there any, like, I guess, like, massive landmarks or something that has a lot of attention att attached? Uh, at this point, you wouldn't know of any major events, save for the Harvest Moon, uh, an event that's not scheduled to happen for a few more weeks at this point in time. Aside from that, there may be some people in a marketplace. If there's any other, uh, if there's any other events, there's none that you're aware of at this point. Okay. Basil's been throughout the evening victimizing people, like kind of in their home, in their private places. When the guards are kind of in the area, he's kind of been provoking them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
but he needs everyone to see. So I'm going to do a run through the marketplace. Um, but as I do, I'm going to try and utilize my cloak of flies as well to create the little tiny demon insect things like that surround Basil. And okay. I'm going to try to run through the, the markets to instill just as much of that fear as I can. Because I, yeah, just feeling like that connection to be able to go into the dream realm like that without the book. Basil's going to try and like wedge that power open. Okay. As you rush towards the market, you do find somewhat of a night market. A number of stalls that are open as well as not a, a huge crowd, but one large enough. Thinking to yourself that this might do the trick. You begin to call forth on your power. As you let your hands loose. Nothing happens. As a few individuals now start to look over towards you in a strange pose. A few begin to point and murmur. murmur. Was he one of the ones we saw in the sky? Oh, so the basil form doesn't even work. Oh, sorry, the, um, the wolf form doesn't even work. It seems you've tapped yourself at this point. And with Brinny back with V, your connection is fading. All right. Uh, Basil will flee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As the murmurs continue, one guard in particular, besides one of the other town guards, looks up towards you. You. You there. Recognizing what danger you're in, Basil turns and begins to flee from the marketplace. The uh, town guard slowly making their way after you. As you rush um, from uh, the marketplace, now oh. diving and dipping down a few alleyways, what would you like to do? Um, I, as I dip down one of the alleyways, I'll use the disguise ring and just transform into like kind of like just some like random civilian that just looks completely different. Okay. Technically, that is your last transformation before dawn. Uh, I think that'll be fine. I just need to go home at that point. So, yeah, okay. I'm good. Okay. As you uh, materialize into the most general individual you could possibly think of, you emerge once again from uh, the other side of the alley towards a city street. Seems to be more of a residential district that you're in. A few individuals passing by on a nightly stroll after dinner, but no one seems to pay any attention to you, save for nodding a quick hello or good evening. All right. Uh, once I, I lose my tail, I will head back to the safe house. Okay. Looking around, you don't notice any guards trailing you at this point as you hold on to the ring and begin to twirl it on your finger. A moment later, Basil vanishes. Basil, as you apparate back towards the gazebo, a bit of a shock stirs as you see a very beaten up and tired V laying on one of the benches. 
V! I, I rush over immediately. V, you stir awake just slightly after passing out a little bit from uh, the traumatic experience. You find yourself face to face with Basil as he kneels down, a look of, well, fear on his face. I feel reach up. Are you real? I was about to ask you the same thing. Don't get up. You're, you're, these wounds are, are, are terrible. I, I'll, um, the others, they'll be back soon. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yes, I got literally blown up. So, um, V will, uh, sorry? What? By Scrump? Not by Scrump. I, I asked Scrump to. It, our, our plan worked. He he dismantled the core. It just blew up, unfortunately. And and I didn't. I was waiting because I. I wanted to make sure Jed's ring work worked, and and I didn't know where you were, and and I didn't know where Oksana was, and I waited too long, and the lady in oh. chains really okay. had me there. You're, you're back now. That's, that's all that matters. <sighs> Puzzle, I, uh, I have to tell you something, and I'm afraid you might not like me very much after I tell you. Puzzle kind of, as he was, like, kind of leaning forward, like, kind of, like, you know, inspecting and like sort of um caring for Vishi. he kind of like sits backwards a little bit um like kind of back onto his knees you know kind of just beside the bench i uh the book i i lost it You, you lost it? Well, more so pried away from me uh, by the Crimson Herald. And uh, when, uh, after, uh, I was going to try and wait to get it back, but the cell that I was in was basically welded shut. There was no way out no one around and I heard them coming and I I knew that if she saw me she could just paralyze me again like she did last time I'm sorry can you go can you just go back into the book and talk to the Nightmare King and and I, I can't without the book I have no connection to it what little power I have is, is dwindling. Brinny has been helping me. But that doesn't change... It doesn't change matters. Until she gets here, my powers are gone. And what makes matters worse is she has the book now. Which means... The fate of humanity now rests on a very, very thin spiderweb. Are you sure she has the book? There's no mistake about it. 
unless you gave me a different book. She has my bag. She has... Oh, she has all of my things. Fuck. She has everything. She has everything that I have ever owned, basically. Well, look, the Sicarius, Tristan, and Scrump have gone to speak with the Council of Liars to see if they'll lend aid on an attack on the fortress. Originally, it was to secure yourself and Sana, as well as the books. Yes, in part, that goal has not changed, and our numbers have increased. So for that, at the very least, we can be grateful. But now, we need to get ourselves in shape. I was going to say, I... I don't... I'm not even sure marching in there with a crap ton of people will will help. She, if she has the book, she could use it as a boon. Heck, she could she could work with the Nightmare King himself, and she would be even more powerful. She she didn't even utter a word, and I was paralyzed. There was other those people that Jed were talking about. They were frozen in a cage. The only reason that I escaped is because of Brinny and and I'm assuming whatever that weird cube thing was. However, v. you did that. What? I know. Okay? I know. I met her in my cell when they took us away. She held a knife to my throat. I'm all but aware of what this woman is capable of, but what would you have us do? At the very least, we have Sicarius' book, but if she gets all the others, she will be unstoppable. Every time she gets, gets one of these things, her power increases in a way that we can't even begin to fathom. Where's Brinny? Can she... Can she... Oh. Brinny, hello! How do you talk to Brinny? She just showed up. How did you talk to her before? He listens through the book. hears everything and sees everything around it. I believe she'd been following us for a while. I asked her to go and keep an eye on you until you were safe. So, with any luck, she might be on her way back. But how long it will take for her to arrive is... Unknown. I'm sorry, Basil. I, I, I didn't mean to leave the book. I know how much it meant to you. Thank you. It's um. It'll be an adjustment, but even without my powers, I have no intention of running away from this fight. You. No. I do need a sword, though. That is also gone. I could teach you how to use a sword. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I'd like that. But maybe once you're healed up. And, um... Yes. V? Welcome Yes. Back. And uh, Basil will hug V. Aw. V will uh, return the hug, and she's going to hold on, like, really tight. Okay. 
For a second there, I thought, I thought I lost you. I thought you also blew up, so I'm glad you're here. When, um, when Scrump came back and the portal didn't open, I, I didn't know what to think. Well, we're here, and we'll deal with it. We'll get the book back. Together. Together. As Basil helps V up, the two make their way back towards the manor proper. To the group with the council. You've been waiting for easily what seems to be a lifetime for their response. A few of you pacing back and forth. A few moments ago, the council called Pluck over to the horseshoe table once again. Another few moments pass before he returns. The council will need further time to deliberate. They said that they'd be able to give you an answer first thing at dawnbreak. They will attempt their best to get it beforehand. But I will say they're not leaning towards yes. They've informed me that I should return you back to the manor and wait for their decision. I'm sorry. Sicarius is just going to go straight back to the chamber. Just... He's going to walk in there. Are they still in there at all? or They are still in the chamber, yes. What is the holdup? This is a very simple answer. They do this every time. I mostly blame Gary. He's all like, we shouldn't do this. We should think about responsibility. Yeah. You guys claim that you want to make change around here, but yet you sit there all around your desk and you basically twiddle your freaking thumbs not doing a goddamn thing. We are asking you for help. We're presenting a potential disaster for the town and everybody around it, and you just want to think about it. Yes. There's nothing to think about. The center councilman now speaks up. I'll pardon your intrusion based on your emotional state at this point in time, but I'll remind you that not thinking is what got you in the, this position in the first place. Running around like you have a dam about what's going on at any given time. Yes, we will think about it. Where in your absence, you couldn't. Remember, this is your fault, not ours. So give me the resources to fix it. Our decision will be told to you in time. You're all excused. All right, but we know where you hold counsel. I'd caution on any further words if you want any resources from the liars. All 
Alright, I have a follow-up question about my previous paycheck. It wasn't really up to spar, but I'll take it up with the other department. Jed walks over to you, Scrump. I don't think this is the right time to ask for a race, Scrump. We'll ask later. We're always about bureaucracy here. I mean... I know, Fine, we'll I know. You did good, though. You did good. As he leads you back through the tunnel... Pluck follows Cars behind. He's just going to stand there. He's not going to move. Is there anything else you wish for, Sicarius? You know what I'm here for. I don't plan on leaving until I get it. Pluck speaks Tristan, up at this Tristan. point in time. <laughs> sorry, Tristan, wake up in. is like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We are about to go. Is It's been a long day, and I will grab his arm and try to put him out. Pluck turns towards Sicarius, giving me a look of, are you this fucking stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was smart. <laughs> <clears throat> I will go Come with this. Let's go get a drink. <laughs> As Sicarius is led off by Tristan, the rest of you make your way down the hallway once again. As you stop on the teleportation circle, Pluck looks towards all of you. They can be a bit stubborn at time, but they are wise. I know you might not see it now, but they've gotten us this far. They do have the resources. I'm sure of it. I will do my best to relay the urgency of all of this in your absence. Perhaps a few kind words and a little less aggression might do some well. Passion. Passion. We're just very passionate. Passion. About this cause. I understand. Thank you. I will come see you immediately as soon as I know anything further. As he waves his hand once again in front of the teleportation circle, it begins to glow the familiar purple once again. I will leave last just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you? What are you? What are you playing? <laughs> Sakari <laughs> says with his sword in hand. <laughs> yeah, Tristan doesn't have is one the anymore. <laughs> no, I have a ballot or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. all that. I, got, yeah. I brought that. <laughs> Somehow it found its way into my hand while I was speaking. I don't know why. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, I'll go in. Okay. As you all evaporate from the area. Once again, finding yourself at the at the gazebo, outside of the house, making your way towards the front entrance and opening the doors. You see V, now laid on one of the couch as Basil tends to her. V, you're back! This is amazing! Where's Oxy? Music lady, you made it! I knew you would. <laughs> yes, hello. I made it. By the looks of you, you really gave him a good beating. But when the explosion went off, did you use it to fuel a super-powered punch? Yeah, did you do the super-powered punch, like Scrump said? Yeah, 
Man. Did you like an explosion punch? You're smart as hell, Scrum. <laughs> as soon as Sicario sees V on the couch, uh, he kind of breaks a little bit of a smile, and he, he like steps up like he was gonna go give a hug, but like he like stops himself. <clears throat> I'm glad you are safe. <sighs> Not in the mood for fighting, so yes, I am also glad I am safe. And I have lots of bad news. Besides Oksana not being with you, what else could there possibly be? Well, not only was she not with me, but she was not in the cell area that I was being held in. So I, I, it's not good. Um, The other thing, I already told Basil, but I lost the book. The Crimson Herald has it now. Well, just gives us another reason to go visit her and get it back. Yes, I am concerned about that. She's very powerful. She didn't even have to say anything, and I was just frozen. Trust me, I know kind of what their power is. They made a punching bag out of me and my holding cell. Yes, you you do look a little like shit. (laughs) Likewise. What did the machine look like? Did we blow it up? Did we do it? Oh, it it blew up. Uh, The the base is is very much destroyed, but there are still sections of it that are standing. Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. Especially the area that she has a lot of people captured. The the individuals that Jed was talking about, I saw some of them there. I'm assuming I couldn't speak to anyone because they couldn't respond. So Basil told me you went to the council. Are they going to help? Um, eh. They're going to take a while, but they'll help if I know them. I pleaded I mean, the best that I could to get them to reinforce us. To we go gave out. them snacks too, V. Yes, snacks that too. But I don't know how well it went because, as you know, sometimes I don't let my emotions keep in check. So. He did great, though. <laughs> it was all like, quit fucking around. Give us the shit that we need and save the world. He was, it was crazy. I never seen Sicarius mm-hmm. like that. I never seen him say that much before. Wow, I am I'm impressed. <laughs> good good job, well, everyone. Bottom line is they're still words, thinking about what they want to help us. So we still need to figure out how to help us on it. They do this all the time. They'll be like, we'll think about it. Let us be a council. Let us do what our jobs are. That'd be awesome. Hey, they'll come around. Yeah, Scrum knows. Scrum's a damn genius. Hey, you know, Jed, I really like you. I'm All glad right. we added you to the party Bro. as a permanent member. How long have you been part of the band of liars? Um, me? Yes, you. Uh, you uh, some time now. I kind of lost count. I, okay. And how much change have they actually done in the city? Besides graffitiing the walls and trying to make plans. It's time for them to start making action. I mean, I agree. I'm with you on that one. 
that's normally why I don't get along very well. They're all like, blowing up your party members is a bad thing. I'm like, you wanted the job done. We got the well, job I agree done. I with them on that. Stop blowing people up. Not, well, unless oh. they deserve it. Then I'll to be, be gladly to help you. To be fair, Scrump was excellent. Well, I'm not I... blaming him for what happened. All right. I'm <laughs> just saying the blowing up thing this time was on purpose. So I'm pretty good at it. Sounds different <clears throat> to me. But in any case, all we can do now is wait till morning and hope that the council's decision falls in our favor. I think we've been through a lot and we just need a rest for now. Well, if we all get put back in front of the council, I think somebody with cooler heads should probably talk. I'll do it. I don't know Jed. <laughs> you don't know Jed? You know Jed. Uh, this is Jed. He's been with us for a while. <laughs> Basil will actually laugh at that one. <laughs> Basil laughing? Man, things have changed around here. All right, well, I'm going to go and get some sleep. Um, it, the, the night has definitely gone on, and we'll have to see what happens. <clears throat> By the way, uh, Basil, we got to see a little bit of what you were... What the hell were you doing? What do you mean? <laughs> he was... He, he, he was, was terrorizing the city. We saw a little through a little portal type deal. You were terrorizing the city. Look, there's a... Uh... <laughs> Dang it, I wasn't going to explain this. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're just going to see me do all this shit and be like, oh. Consequences for my actions. Welcome to my world, Basil. <laughs> well, well, I wasn't expecting someone to be peeping on me in my private moments. I'm, oh, I God. Be right now, just saying. Wow. Um, <laughs> Gaslighting much? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Basil will say, I, I was, I panicked. I, I had to do whatever I could to try and reconnect my powers to try and help everyone. Um, it didn't work. And, but at least, you know, I tried something. No, no one was, injured or anything like that just just like the nightmare king gets his power from fear i'm still related to him in some way shape or form and i figured with enough i might be able to I don't know, connect back or at least utilize some of my powers but for now i i have nothing i have no none of my powers um and no connection though brinny was here earlier and I do seem to be able to tap into some measure of it while she's around. Without her or the book, I... I guess I'll have to learn up to uh, learn to take up the sword or something. Well, that is something I could help you with too, if you know. Thank you. Oh, I already offered to train him, Sicarius. My skills are much more detailed than yours. Well, if you want the proper training, you know where to look. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm too tired to fight. I also uh, don't have a blade anymore. I also have not. It would be very difficult to train with your hands. 
Look, it's you, also very difficult. You don't have a blade. To use a I, got the, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Basil is going to uh, head to bed ask, and ask V if she needs any help with her injuries to, like, to her room or anything. No, but you can walk with me. Uh, I will do so. All right. Is there anything anyone else like would like to do before we bed down for the evening? Uh, Tristan would go. Do we have like a library or something from where we have books? Uh, you don't, but you can purchase one. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. I'll... Oh yeah! <laughs> it's been a while it's, since we've been purchased. Yeah. I will. I will. It's, we'll assume yeah. that the library is there now, uh, and we can talk about that out of game. Of what? Uh, I'll just give you a reminder of the spreadsheet that I sent you guys. Oh yeah, but it's, no, it's, it's, it's just <laughs> Tristan doesn't need to sleep, so he's probably going to spend the night reading. Okay. <laughs> just hover over people. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I go from room to room, making sure everybody sleeps and they're okay. <laughs> Leaving a coin here or there, just one, just one. <laughs> just slides it under the door. Go <laughs> 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 <Right> ahead, Tristan. <laughs> All right, Tristan is in your new library reading. Uh, V's off to bed. Basil's off to bed. Sicaria Scrump, what are you guys doing? I will um, try to get some rest too. Okay. Scrump, he's going to, uh, since I'm home, I'm going to kind of break my way down the lab. Now, it's going to be something I got to look over Artificer and I'm going to figure out some stuff. But if I have a long rest, expect next episode. I'm gonna, there is gonna also a lab stuff. that you can purchase. So we can go again, we can go over the additional rooms that we'd uh, like to uh, add uh, later on. Okay. Okay. All right. As you all bed down for the evening, getting a good night's rest, slumber finds you very, very quickly for those of you that are sleeping. Except V. V, as you fall asleep for the evening, Mm -hmm. you begin tossing and turning. Your dreams perverted with the encounters that you've just been through. You remember being held within the cells with Jeds, watching your companions be pulled away, finding a way through the lab. And just as you're about to burst through the doors towards the factory once again, you push the double doors open, running through. But it's not the factory. You find yourself... Once again, on top of a very large tower. Oh, God, fuck. Overlooking a landscape of black and white. A familiar face smiles back at you. It seems you've called upon me again. V, if I wouldn't know any better, 
I think you'd want this connection. Look. Obviously, things are not going to plan. Basil has lost all of his powers. Lost my rapier and a lot of my sentimental possessions. And the Crimson Herald has your book. So, can you give Basil his powers back? I already have. Basil has never needed the book. He needed what was inside of the book. As long as he has a tether, his powers will remain. But if he sends Brinny away, those powers will dissipate in time. All right. Well, if you see Brinny, tell her to to come back. <laughs> Please. Also, can you do anything about this Crimson Harold lady? Oh. And stop the game? Why would I do something like that? All right. What do you what do you want? I want and ask for nothing. A gift I have already given you in the divine knowledge. All Basil needs to do is call forth for Brinny, and she will be there when he needs him. What do you mean a gift in the divine knowledge? I feel as if I'm talking to one of your companions of lesser mind. Tell Basil that if he calls Brinny forth, his powers will have no issues. Yes, I I understand that. I was talking about me. You said you gave me a gift of divine... Oh, the divine knowledge is that Basil has his powers. Oh, Not enough? Thank you. Sorry, what? Not enough? You know, it'd be nice if you could help us. You know, you do want out of this book. I don't... I, I don't know. You're right. And what would I be to leave my future bride completely oh, empty-handed? Right. Reaching from behind his back, seemingly he pulls forth a very long box... <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> it seems wrapped in a metallic yeah. black gift wrap. Hmm. He leans forward and hands it to you. This will be the last gift that I give. Use it wisely. Be 
happy we'll take it. As you reach forward and grab onto the box, your eyes snap open as you find yourself once again laying in your bed, thinking a very strange dream it was, nightmare even. You give your head a shake for a moment. Nothing but a dream. As you sit up in your bed, however, looking at the very end of your bed, a familiar black metallic box lays at your feet. Oh, man. Feel just say, I hope it was worth the cost, whatever that is. Feel open it. Okay. Just see. As you lift up the top of the box, putting it to the sides, you unwrap some of the white paper parchments on the insides, only to reveal a very long black and white, like the stripes of a tiger, beautiful flute, easy. <laughs> Easily two and a half feet long, if not longer. As you take the flute out, admiring the exquisiteness of its builds, you hold it up to your lips to give a small blow. A beautiful sound comes out. However, you do notice that the mouthpiece seems a little loose. And as you jiggle it, you hear a small click. And pulling it apart, you see a long blade on the other end. Damn. I will give you the stats for your new new magical sword flute. I love it! It's so cool! Also, I'm fucked. So cool. This is going to come back to bite me in the ass, but it's so cool while it lasts. (laughs) As a little bit of a smile graces your face, you begin to hear someone calling from downstairs. Hello? Is anyone awake? The rest of you also hear this. Does it sound like pluck? It does. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Go face the music. <laughs> Go to the living room. As you she all make will, your uh, way. Harness her oh, new I'm sword. He's got a little bath towel and a shower cap. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You've all arrived. Finally. I can give you the information that I've been trying to give you for quite some time now. The council has deliberated, and they are willing to assist. That's good news. They will be sending resources shortly. Now, with that said, We have been able to uncover some information 
regarding some of the topics that you asked me to look up. Number one, regarding this elusive spell scroll. We believe we've discovered where a copy of the scroll can be located. Speaking with one of the housemaids, it was discovered that the Lucrum estate holds a copy of the restorative time spell. It is being held in the estate's library. Now, mind you, it is heavily guarded with magical security. The maid was unable to tell much about the security other than seeing a set of glowing ruins when she passed by the area. Now, I will say this, while an all-out assault, Sicarius, would not be in the least foolish way I could possibly think, it would not be advised. However, there is a small window of opportunity. The Lucrum family is in charge of this year's Harvest Moon celebration. The family's patron was award, has awarded the, this honor to his brother to arrange. And his son, Thaddeus Lucrum, is holding a dinner with a few well-off merchants to persuade a tribute offering for the event. Now, I have already spoken with the council in regards to all this, and we've been able to forge an invitation. Wouldn't miss it for the world. When is it? Roughly two days' time from now. Two nights from now, that is. Right. We've also caught word of a mysterious individual. Word has whispered on the wind, and it seems somewhat of an, a celebrity will be joining the celebration during the Harvest Moon event. A famous madam that is known as a great oracle of love, with the ability to find love for anyone with enough coin, that is. Some would say her abilities are almost supernatural in nature. Now, rumor has it as well, she's often seen traveling with a magenta-colored book. Now, after a bit of searching, we've been able to outline her itinerary. And she will be arriving in the city shortly. If these novels are as important as you say they are, she may be a valuable asset. If she is truly one with a book. Now it is safe to assume that if we were able to discover this information that our adversaries have also gained this knowledge. And so this might become somewhat of a dangerous situation as well. We do have these two opportunities that unfortunately are happening at the same time. Two nights from now, the dinner will happen. Two nights from now, the madam will be arriving in the city. Happy birthday, Tempest. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a problem. 
but one that we could circumvent. There's... We just need to f utilize... We just need to plan better with the people that we have here. Or maybe we go find more people. Yes, I see that there are... Ah, uh, well, the six of you now. Perhaps it best that we plan for a team A and a team B. I picked team captain. Okay, Basil, you're on my team. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we picking that now? Oh, whichever we... team is going to the dinner, that's the team I will be on. Uh, me too. Mostly because I don't want dinner at all, and I'm just trying to help. I feel like, Sicarius, this is why I'm worried about picking now, but I, I feel like you might be better serving everyone on the other team. You know, your connections with your love version of yourself. <laughs> what is, What are you trying to say? He's well, just afraid the... of how good you'll look all dressed up. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> but if Thaddeus is going to be nice at this dinner, dinner, if Thaddeus Lucrative is going to be at this dinner, so shall I. I just worry, Sicarius, that you will act emotional as you did earlier today and as you've shown in the past. And as Pluck is saying, we need to be methodical. Mm -hmm. oh, That's be why methodical. I'm going with him, because if we're going to take down the Lucrims, I want to help. I... Uh, personally, I, I want to say that I think truly, Sicarius, that you, uh, Tristan, and Scrump did exemplary in regards to the Council. The fact that they're helping us is a testament to this, but I do have to agree with the others. I think the Lucrums bring out the absolute worst in you. Look, Sicarius, I do understand where you're coming from. Do you? Darius is the one who murdered my fiance. Do you really think I'm going to pass up an opportunity when he is exposed? I have something to throw in, big guy. As much as I do want to go in there and just blow the whole place up, you know I do. What if Thaddeus recognizes you? We have the rings. By the time he recognizes me, it'll be too late. Ah, okay, never mind. I'm back on your side now. <laughs> well, if I could interject for just a moment... We do know that resources are being sent by the council. Perhaps we should await to see what they send before we actually go headlong into anything. I believe that at best... Suddenly a knock appears on the door. Who else knows um, about this place? No one else knows. Perhaps... Buzz will go to the door. The resources have arrived. That was fast. Jesus, things are moving. As Basil, you walk towards the door, you open it to see a figure. 
that we will talk about in the very <laughs> next episode. Damn it! No! So far. I can't wait. I can't wait. Damn it! Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I thought I was gonna get shot just then. So, with that said, make sure to join us next week as a new character joins the party. Dude, I was so pumped. This whole episode, like, great episode. I had a lot of fun, but this is all a build up. The whole time I was like, when's it coming? <laughs> so with that said um uh, wonderful episode all hope everybody enjoyed it immensely for those of you who stuck around thank you thank you very much always appreciate the viewership and those of you who are listening on podcast uh as well as youtube we love you guys thank you so much but with that said i think we are going to wrap it up for the evening um and uh yeah good times guys good times as always um yeah. i don't i i personally will won't be able to make the after party tonight uh some of our looking in your guys direction some of our cast members might be able to join possibly maybe we'll see we'll we'll sure. let you know we'll let you know in discord and hey if you're not already in our discord what are you doing with your life i mean come on guys <laughs> like how have, how have you missed this uh, but with that said, we are going to wrap up for the evening. Uh, I don't have Twitch up right now, so we're not going to raid for the, for tonight. Uh, but thank you all for joining us and to all of the adventurers out there. Whether finding yourself in a position of powerlessness at the mercy of the enemy you so sought to destroy or Talking to a redneck gith yankee. I beg of you all one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. Love you all immensely, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Take bye. care. Bye.